get all the glory, all the honor, and all the praises to him, to him alone. Good to see you all. And uh, truly speaking, when you come with the word of God, you really tremble. You fear because the word has the power. Thank you, Samson, for playing that song, which receives my message. Let's start from there, which is the cuts of the whole topic that I have given, the power to do anything. And you saw that picture, David speaks in 1 Samuel 17, the whole chapter. When you come across the giants, situations, circumstances beyond, David reminds himself about who is his strength and tells the giant, I come in the strength and the power of my God. And you know the end of it. The learning from that particular incident is, people were there, the king and the soldiers from Israel forgot who they are and what they are made for. And David comes there, but David refused to see the way that these people were seeing for 40 days when he was looking at the giants, because he has seen God all these years. But he's looking at a giant now. So he's going back to God and saying, he is my God and he has been taking me thus far and I know he will take me further. So David refused to see what other people are seeing, but others forgot to see what they should be seeing because these people knew much more than what David knew, how God led them all these years. That's the ground. Thank you, Samson. That song was speaking to me even before I could speak to you. Let me bring the word first, which is the foundation for us. Turn with me to Jeremiah chapter 17, if you have the Bible, or else you can note it down because that's the manna for the day. And you can keep meditating on it throughout the day or for the rest of your life. Jeremiah 17, verse 7 and 8. But blessed, but blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. He will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. That is Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. And also turn with me to Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. For it is God. I believe during pandemic, God has been teaching me something. Hey, Andrew, you don't need to be explaining my word because the word has the power. But you need to bring my word to my people because they are in need. Because you know what all of us are going through. So this word again will reemphasize the power that we. For it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purposes. Philippians chapter 2 verse 13. And the, the, the other one, these are the three verses I bring to you for the whole day, which has a power, which has a strength, is Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Now, to him who is able to immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power, that's the crux of the message, according to his power, that is at work within us, according to his power, that is work within us. It's a partnership, especially business people. The word partnership is nothing new. I'm sure you'll be knowing much more than what I could speak on partnership. And we have two partners here, God's part and my part. That's what you saw in David's life in 1 Samuel 16 and 17 is a starting point of David's. It's a spiritual workout. I, I thank for CBMC for calling this as uh, Monday Manna because that's the workout, energy booster for the whole week, for the day and for the whole week. Not necessarily every week can also strengthen your body that can go on for the rest of your life. 
Workout is God's working in you. God's part in the promises and our part in our choices. And his promise will never go away. But our choices sometimes keep changing. Spirit is a power to direct circumstances, the problems, the pressures, and the stress that we go through. God whispers in our pleasures. Listen to me, this statement by C.S. Lewis. God whispers to us in our pleasure. When we are comfortable, he just speaks very closely and quietly. And all of you, whether you listen or not, I'll just whisper to you because you seem to be <coughs> sitting on your comfort, your, all your blessings. But he shouts to us in our pain. He's not silent during our pain. I believe God has been doing this all these weeks and months during pandemic all over the world. His voice seems to be raised above than any other voice to his children. Choices are thoughts that we go through. God is speaking to us every minute of every day. Isn't that true? Because he's a living God. Every minute of every day. That's why he say your mercies are new every morning. Every time we have a choice, God is giving us directions. Every time we have a choice, that's where, you know, we come to that. The power gives us choices to make. And every time you see choices, options, alternatives, God gives us a choice, but he also told us what to choose to make us. Choose life. Choose God. Right from Genesis. I am giving you the freedom, but I'm also giving you the choice to make. Second Corinthians Chapter 10, verse 4 says, bringing out the captivity of every thought to be in our life. Captivity of every thought. The cares of the world and the weeds of the world sometimes takes us across. Productive life to bear more fruit, which we are family passage from John 15. You are just bearing fruit. You remain in him. But to bear more fruit and much fruit that comes after verse 2, three and five in john 15 there is something that happens that's that's the, the 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 whole focus of this message this morning to me and to all of us to bear more fruit to have more productivity in our life lord i have no problem allowing you to prune me there's a word called pruning in that what is pruning removing all that is not needed or removing all that would be an obstacle for the effective growth of the plant so pruning is painful. Pruning is sometimes it's very painful when, when you really want to change from the way that you've been doing all this time, which brought you comfort, pleasure. Suddenly, God wants you to change a bit or to prune you, to remove something that may not be good to you or to remove something that may be a hindrance or an obstacle for your own blessing. That's the thing that you need to identify today. What is that you really need? It's painful. But it's powerful whenever God prunes. Individually, it may vary from person to person. There is no standard pruning style for all of us. Because you know, individually, even this morning, individually, all the 23 that have joined, God is looking at you individually because he knows your heart and mind. And you know what needs to be removed, what is a hindrance for the blessing so that you can be more productive in the life to come. You need to identify. God has shown me a few things. And he will continue to do it. It's not that this morning he has done it. And no, every day, Lord, is there anything that needs to be pruned? I allow you to do it. It may be painful for a moment, but it's powerful and it's purposeful. The word fruit 
is used 66 times in the New Testament. And the moment you think of the fruit, we are called to check our roots, cultivate the roots. That's what we saw in Jeremiah 17, verse 7 and 8. The roots are the, the, the foundation that we get. To make it through tough times, times of heat, times of drought. I know it for sure. We have been listening to some of our people, even in the business world, even everywhere, even the, the individual wage earners. I know a person who uh, is the business of pressing clothes, the laundry wala. It's a drought for him because during pandemic, nobody brought clothes to him. Imagine he has a family, he has uh, three children who are studying in the school. And there's no way he can earn. He stays in a rental house. Drought. But God would meet such people's needs also through the blessing that you are. Can you believe when you go through certain situations, God will bring in some people because you have the roots so stronger and your fruits people can enjoy. That's another experience that we go through. Roots are the lifeline of nourishments for the entire plant or for the tree. The roots, the word of God for us. That's the root. Any point of time. We're just wondering, Lord, thousands of years, thousands of years, this is all over the world. Be it any great preacher, an evangelist of the whole world, popular, what a celebrity, any person, but for this, I think you and I have nothing to do. The word of God is the root for us. That's why I believe you and I need this weekly manna every day morning because somewhere during the day, during the week, God will bring you to remembrance what God is speaking to you on Monday morning. You remember this is what I spoke to you in the morning. You will come across a situation, a giant in the afternoon, the circumstances in the evening, a pressure tomorrow morning, possible, but you already have the energy within you because you have been rooted and built up. That's the word you see in Colossians chapter 2, 6 and 7. And also beautiful verse in Psalm uh, chapter 1, verse 2 and 3 speaks about the planted around the river side, the water side, which is rooted. So maybe this morning, just check, Lord, is my root strong enough? Am I rooted and built up? Maybe sometimes the giant focus may shift, distract our strengths. Many times our giant thoughts takes over God thoughts during the day. It is happening to me many times. But now that God is fed, I become conscious about what it means to have the God thought overtake the giant thought during the day. That's the power that the word has. That's the power that God gives. The power flows from God. It only flows through us. Many times you and I think that power, even when I speak now, the power is not coming through. I mean, from me at all, not never, never, never. It can never happen. I thought once that power was going, when I speak the word, it is never. It only goes through me. Throughout the day, the manna, the power will flow through you because the power has come from above. Power flows from God, but power flows through people. In and through is the crux of the Christian life. The roots will enable you to withstand the heat or pressure or the depravity of drought. It's a root. I, I believe all of us agree. During these days, everybody, even the greatest evangelists, I've seen them. This is the time that I've drawn closer to God. So I asked, what happened all these years? Maybe God wants you to realize, maybe Lord, I was not so close to you when I had the comforts and blessings. But during drought, you are not silent. You are reminding me to check my roots because from there, the power comes for all my productivity. I use, I choose the word productivity. That's a common word for a business world. 
productivity, production, return on investments, manufacturing, distributions, all these in the business line. But ultimately, the root is the power to produce. Without the power, no industry can happen in this world. No business can take. But for us, for this life, the power comes from above. God's power will cancel all our power. So don't worry, what are the weeds? What are the cares that comes many times carrying on the past experiences? You need to be careful when you deal with the power of God. Sometimes his methods may keep changing according to situation. Like Moses' life, first he was asked to beat, strike with a stick. So second time he thought, this must be the way God must be. No, no, no. Not every time I want to run to you. A drought that I saw five years back is not the same drought that I see now. But you know the secret, you know the way I see, reason behind, teach me, Lord, how should I handle this particular drought? Is there a different way that I should see this? Are you part of the whole thing that you have a solution to me? God's power will cancel all our past, will anger or whatever problems we have. God works out in, you know, it to us, stop trying and start, you know, trusting with him with all our problems. God uses a process, a new beginning in all that we do. So that's the power that we get from God. So just coming to the second part of it, you need to be productive, eliminate the weeds or the cats of the world. I believe we have also pushed into the world where many times the world seems to be setting standards for us. And if that standard is not aligned with our standards, we feel sometimes I believe that I am not according to the world's standards. But God sets the standards for our life which may be a model for even the world. Because God is a God of blessing, no two opinion on that. He's a God of promises. But the standards are not set by the world, but the standards are set by the word. That's another learning for me in these days. Do not be worried about too much about the world, what the world is talking to you all about. Because they may not know what the reason of the drought was. But for us, in spite of drought, in spite of pressures, Lord, it's your word, the root that keeps me stronger, whatever be the, you know, it may be a desert experience, it may be a wilderness experience. And you and I know God's people have gone through all these experiences in the past. It's nothing new to you and to me, my dear brothers and sisters. And you go through the word, what we go through is nothing new. The giants have gone before. Ask your parents. If I ask my dad, he will tell you stories. Just my dad. If I ask my grandparent, he will tell you a story. So it's, it's generations after generations, but every time in the particular time of the history, the same word of God is the power for all our productive life, personal life and business life. Worries, pleasures. What are the weeds in your life that choke the spiritual vitality many times? Maybe that's the reason most of us feel you know, during, this, during this pandemic, uh, I'm growing in the Lord. I'm closer to the God. Why? Because what happened to your spiritual vitality? It's possible when you lean more towards the world, the vitality of spirituality is diluted. Possible, including me. So you and I need to be conscious about it. Lord, come what may. Let not these giant thoughts, the pressures and uh, the drought and the heat take away that strength that comes from above your word and the power that flows through me. Concerns and interest that sap your time, energy, money that prevent you from bearing fruit. Identify. By the time I finished, I was just thinking, identify one thing that you know it well, and you know that God knows it well, 
Lord, help me, Lord, to remove this particular care of the world, of the weed, that's a hindrance to my productivity. This is your busy schedule. This is the pressing of uh, the money factor. Yes, true. It's all natural, human, for the whole world. Many things in life are not necessarily wrong, but they are, but they are just not necessary. Many things in life are not necessarily wrong. You know, sometimes you go by what is wrong in it. It's nothing question of right or wrong. What is the choice that you make? Cut back your, you know, bit of things that becomes a weed. Anything that comes back. How much effort it takes to grow a weed. You don't need to take any effort to grow a weed. They grow well on their own. That's why they are weeds. You have to watch and, uh, you know, and be careful about it. But you have to maintain a tomato plant. Whatever that you're working at it, you need to maintain that. But see that the other things doesn't take away your productive life. Weeds are the signs of neglect. When you neglect the word of God at times, during because of the pressure, when you and I neglect the prayer time, the quiet time, the inner chamber, the communion with God, in case you and I neglect the fellowship with others, what you and I are called for, weeds will grow up. I'm glad sometimes like these fellowships, Saturday mornings we meet in Chennai group, I'm sure all over the world, many places, and uh, Monday Manna, one of the reasons is not just to hear the word alone, but to have the fellowship together, pray together, pray for one another. These are the strengths, the roots that we have. But if you allow the weeds to grow up, choke your spiritual life, preventing you from bearing fruit. So what is the thing? Lord, help me to cooperate with you. God's pruning in your life. Pruning is cutting off the things that you and I need to be careful. Just want to bring few things to be strong in the life. I always enjoy reading the book of Joshua. Servant of God or God's servant. Joshua believed that God was all powerful. A power for productive life, for leading your personal life, your family life, and wherever you are. Joshua believed. The reason that he believed, he saw what God was doing all through the life that when he was journeying with Moses. That's the strength. That's the strength. We have seen God's working in and through us all our past life. Maybe there were times that we ran away from him, but he has brought us back. I, I, I know I ran away from him. You know, especially till my school days, you know, my parents thought that I'm the best guy under the world, and I'm the best son, such a spiritual guy. They brought in prayer life. They put me into Sunday school, VPS, you know, all those things. True in a way, but there were times when even my parents never knew that I was drifting away in my mind, in my behaviors, in my habits. But today I can tell you, God never let me there. That's the beauty of our God. God just meets you where you are, my dear brother. Even today, he meets you just where you are, but he's not meeting you to leave you there. He, he has never left us anywhere there. I'm a testament. He has never left where I, he met me, but the journey. But still he's speaking to us because you and I need that manna every day. But one of time, I think we are getting it through CBMC. It is the weekly manna that will take you through the day and the week. So Joshua believed that God was all powerful. He will continue to be powerful. It's not because you and me he is the God of power, a powerful God of the whole world. 
God of creation, God of whatever you put his attributes is all powerful. Even this morning, when I bring this word, it's not our power, it's his power working into us. Joshua also believed that, you know, he has been always keeping his promises. We are people of promise. We're not people of explanations, but of experience. He has kept his promise. Maybe there are times where he would not have answered the way that I wanted the answer. There are times, but he has answered it. Sometimes he is silent for whatever reasons known to him. That's the reason he says, be still. Don't be in a hurry. Don't overtake my plans, my dear ones. Don't think that you are smart enough to have your own plans and bring to me and say, is it okay? You pray about it and you get the clear guidance. And you get a peace of mind in whatever you do. Otherwise, the stress and the disturbance, the doubts will come in. I'm just speaking out of experience. Lord, I just want to be quiet now. I don't want to be in a hurry to decide anything. Joshua also believed that God is always with him. Always with him. Ephesians 3.20, according to the power. That's work with that. What is the power of potential? According to means in proportion to. That's the secret of the power that you and I have. That's the difference you see in people when you allow God's power to work in you. According to the power that is working in you. Lord, I need your power. Let this proportion be increased throughout the day. I need your power. Check your proportion of God's power work in you. Is this God thought or a giant thought? What outnumbers? Even in one day, God has been teaching. What is your God thought? That's why I, I was sharing with some of my friends to have this one minute prayer. Any number of times you can just take 60 seconds off wherever you are and just check how difficult it is to take even 10 or 20 times in a day to take a one minute away to spend with my God. But that's one of the secret where you can be aligned with God throughout the day. I'm trying my best still. I know I have failed many times. I'm struggling to increase from 10 to 15 throughout the day consciously because many things are coming. But because you're conscious, you know, suddenly you take a minute, 60 seconds. You don't need to close your eyes, take, walk around. But wherever you are, Lord, I'm just connected to you. I need this power. Joshua believed God's powerful. He believed in his promises. And he also believed that God was with him all the time. So let this, according to the power, work within you, bring to the degree of the power that is working in us. God flows through people. And that's the power you have for a protective life. Shall we pass for a few seconds in silence? At the end of it, just decide what is the proportion according to the power. The choice is given to you. The power is there for anything that you want to do. But you need to decide what's the degree of proportion of power that you and I need to receive. Lord, I need it more and more. If there is any weed that's a hindrance, Lord, I come to you right now. For the rest of my life, let not that one beat, that one cares of the world, take away something that you have best for me personally. I'm sure God will continue to speak throughout the day, throughout the week, even throughout your life, from the words that he has spoken to you, even on this 25th October 2021. If there is anything that God has specifically spoken to you, it can go for the rest of your life. You can note it down in your diary. That particular morning, God showed me a weed, an unwanted thing in my life, which was a hindrance for the power to flow through me. And there I changed myself. The power to change your life. One area. There will be many areas. At least one, Lord. I know it for sure. This busy schedule 
I seem to be worried about many things. Many times my giant thoughts seem to be taking over your thought, where I am reduced in my power. Lord, help me to increase your thought. Father God, I want to thank you, and we want to thank you personally and collectively for your continuous power, promises, presence in and through our life. Thank you for speaking to us through your word, strengthening us for the day and for the week. Lord, I pray that you stretch your hands of blessing upon each and every one joined this month and their families and their business and the work. Because you are the only God of blessing that comes from above, which will help us to be a blessing in this world. You are the only God who can give us the comforts to be comforting for the rest of the world. Lord, I want to thank you this morning. Especially I pray for my dear Felix as he shared his desire, prayer point to us, which you are heard to get an admission for his son Paul in Bangalore. Lord, I know that you have plans for him. We pray that you will help him to make his desires fulfilled according to your will, Lord. And we want to commit this day, commit this week, till we meet. Lord, we want to thank you for your grace and mercy. We bow down before you, Lord, with the hearts filled with gratitude and thanksgiving and say, thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.